From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Our six performers today are named John and John and Mike and Mike and Rick and Richard. Well, Rick, for our purposes, those are their real names. And together, they are the a cappella group Voicemail. All of the original nine members of Voicemail were students at Utah State University in Logan, Utah, when the group began back in 1994. They stayed at nine for a couple of years until three of them moved away, and at least according to the website, they realized they didn't need to replace the guys who played cowbell, nose flute, and the one who was just there to clap along. Their musical backgrounds range from jazz band to 80s hair rock, and we'll be hearing lots of those varied influences today. Together, they've released 13 albums, including one they give away free on their website. That's at voicemailmusic.com. After what voicemail calls 20 years of a cappella-ness, they're sometimes known to rehearse sitting down these days, although I'm happy to say they are all on their feet for us today and ready to start us off with a rousing version of one of my childhood favorites from the Monkees. I'm a believer. I thought love was only true in fairy tales. Once upon a man for someone else, but not for me. Whoa, love was out to get me. That's the way it seems. Disappointment haunted all my dreams But then I saw her face Now I'm a believer Not a chase No doubt in my mind I'm in love I'm a believer I could leave her if I tried I thought love was more or less a given thing the more I give, the less I can Oh, yeah What's the use in trying? All you get is pain When I want it sunshine, I got rain But then I saw her face Now I'm a believer Not a trace No doubt in my mind And I'm in love I'm a believer, I could leave her if I tried I'm a believer, I could leave her if I That's I'm a Believer, if you can believe it, written by Neil Diamond, performed in studio by voicemail, who are all incidentally wearing vests and bell-bottoms. This is Highway 89. In between songs today, we'll get to talk with each of the members of voicemail, and of course we're going to start with the founding father. 
John Luthi. John provides the, goof, the group's vocal percussion and sometimes sings bass. John graduated from the law school at BYU and works for Peck, Hadfield, Baxter, and more. John, his wife, and their two children live in Logan, Utah. John, thank you for coming. Thank you for having us, Steve. Was this group your idea? Um, kind of. We you don't want to have responsibility. <laughs> I, I think that you said that um, we started up at Utah State University when we were students there about twenty years ago. We were all in one of the institute LDS Institute choirs up there. Was that Horizons? New Horizons. New Horizons. Yep. That's it. We did jazz hands <laughs> and, and more choreography than we do now. So but who came we, up with the name Voicemail? I have a recollection that may be different than others, but I. Um, I remember thinking of the name voicemail driving in the car one day down the street, and we had several group meetings to d- decide what the name would be. That was one of the ones on the board. Richard excused himself so that he the, the voting could be unanimous for voicemail. <laughs> I think Richard wanted to vote for Cloud Nine or something like that. <laughs> it's a it's a great title, and luckily, it seems like voicemail must have been sort of the new thing right then. Yes, especially up in Cache Valley, it was. <laughs> we, we, uh, there was hey, vocal I was a point kid in Cache Valley. Be careful. <laughs> well, <laughs> you were. I didn't know that. Well, tell me about being a vocal percussionist. How do you vocally percuss? <laughs> kind of like that. Well, you're going along, and I'm wondering when you breathe. That you breathe in between the sounds, I guess. And that, oh, so yeah. so break it down. You're, you're, so give us a give us like a kick drum, and then the snare, and then the hi hat. Okay, and, uh, and the toms. Yeah, can you give us a tom fill? And then can we hear them all together? Something like that. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> That's great. Well, we're going to hear more music. We want to hear definitely an, a standard. This is called The Shadow of Your Smile, and this is voicemail live on Highway 89 from our performance studio. The shadow of your smile when you are gone. Will color all my dreams and light the dawn. Look into my eyes, my love, and see all the little things you Wistful little star was much too high. A teardrop kissed your lips, and so did I. Now, when I remember spring, all the joys that Ba-ba-dee-dum-dee-dum 
Teardrop kissed your lips, kissed your lips, and so, and so did I. Shadow of Your Smile. It sounded like they changed into tuxedos for that one and pulled out their trumpets. That's live in studio from voicemail. You're listening to BYU Radio's Highway 89. Richard McAllister lives in Lehigh, Utah with his wife and four kids where he's a residential real estate agent. He's the high tenor of the group, and I hear he's responsible for a lot of the onstage humor. I assume that's on purpose. Um, They make it on purpose. I just try and respond normally, and they make it that way. So really, the names are John, John, Mike, Mike, Rick, and... Do you go by Richard or Rick? I do go by Richard. I've been called Richard. other things, but Richard's what I prefer. <laughs> okay, we'll stick with that. Now, some some low singers wish they had higher notes, and maybe higher singers wish they had a few low. Did you always love being the high tenor? Um, I, I actually practiced singing high, high tenor as a falsetto because I loved singing with the sopranos. It was a great thing in the choir because uh-huh. I'd sit next to the sopranos, and I would sing, and it'd be like halfway through the song, and then they would look over and realize – I was singing their part with them, <laughs> and I love that. Did you have any idea when you guys started this group that you'd be doing this 20 years later, still singing and performing and recording? Absolutely no idea that it would be 20 years later and doing that. As a matter of fact, I was quite sad because we had a farewell concert to say we're done. I mean, we're all graduate from college. At and, the end of year one? Yeah, no, it was at the end of, what was it, four or five years. Oh, okay. And, and then we had this farewell concert because, you know, we were it was done in college. But I love the fact that uh, we had some corporate stuff and other things that have kept us together. And 20 years later, I never would have imagined that it would have gone for 20 years. And sometimes we really can't imagine that it's gone for 20 years. <laughs> and other times, I'm just grateful that we've been able to be such good friends for that long. So who did you connect with? Who became your audience? Because you have very loyal folks who, who show up to the concerts. That's a, that's a great question because it's changed over time. As we were used this in college to, you know, some of us, most of us, because of the result of voicemail and music, met our wives. But over time, and now we're seeing kids and grandkids of people that we went to, to college with. And it's, it's kind of morphed because the demographic of what, who listens to us has kind of changed. And now we have generations that have come and, and seen our Christmas concerts and stuff like That's that. That's a pretty fun legacy. So uh, I read that you have a background in singing to sheep on the ranch. 
Um, <laughs> was, was that to call them to you or This could be a dangerous subject or? going on down the road. So, no, I've always enjoyed singing, and I really owe it to my mother. She was the one that put me in different situations to sing, and I've, I've always enjoyed singing and never had to... Uh, a fear of it, and, and mostly because my mother's encouraged me in those areas. And the sheep, they never mind. I mean, they don't mind if you sing or not. So sometimes well, the dogs did, but the sheep, they were, they were always good with it. Well, let's hear another one. We'll let you sing soprano on this one if you want. We're going to hear voicemail now singing My Maria. Don't you know I've come a long, long way I've been longing to see her When she's around she takes my blues away Sweet Maria Oh, the sunlight surely hurts my eyes I'm a lonely dreamer on a highway in the sky My Maria There's been some blue and sorrow times But just my thoughts about you bring back some peace in my mind Gypsy lady Oh, you're a miracle working for me And you set my soul free like a ship sailing on the sea Voicemail, My Maria. You're listening to Highway 89, recorded live. John Huff has a very versatile voice. Not only is he a baritone forced to sing tenor, he's also really good at animal sounds and accents. But it's sort of hard to make a living making animal sounds. So he also has an MBA from BYU. He currently works as a product manager developing new family history software. He and his wife live in a town called Honeyville, Utah, with their four children, three to eight goats, 12 chickens, four rabbits, two cats, and a wheat field. John, first I have to ask, how do you have three to eight goats? 
Does that mean they keep getting away? Or <laughs> Yeah, it really depends on where the goats are at that particular time. And so we've got little, like, transponders on them, so when they go around, we know when they're at our property. We actually have a sign, like the emergency room, so you can see how many goats are on our property at that moment. So that's <laughs> You're ready at any time. That's right. So we always know how many goats we have. No, we, so, it's because we have three goats, never more than three, or never less than three, and then we, you know, they have babies in the spring because the uh, little baby ones are the most fun. You know, that's how it goes. Well, I read you were in a drum and bugle corps. You play trumpet. My band experience from junior high and high school was the trumpets were always the ones goofing off. That was not me. I was so serious all the time. <laughs> all I did was pay attention. And <laughs> it turns out that John Luthie and I were in the same band, and he was the drum major. Oh, I'm not supposed to turn, I guess. He was the drum major. And... Uh, and John was always the serious one saying, okay, we should behave. And I was always the one not behaving. And so then we decided we'll just put that on stage and be singers too. And it seemed to work out okay. <laughs> well, our listeners would not forgive us if we did not ask for some of the top, like, top three animal sounds. Top three animal <laughs> sounds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Survey says, boom. Um, let's see, top three animal sounds. So uh, got to do the goat, right? Yeah. Bah! Bah! That was three of them, because there's only three on the property right, right now. now. Right now, okay. Can you do a baby goat? A baby goat? Does that count as one animal or two? Uh, uh, one and a half, 1.5. Okay, one half. okay. Right. What, what's another one? Uh, another animal. I, I really like Richard's from San Pete County, and so I really like the... Uh... All the turkey farms down around Manti. That's right, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, <laughs> give us one more. One more? Uh, uh, I, really, I don't know if I have any more. When it says animals... Accents, you do accents, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I try to do accents, yes. Um, I, I went to England on my, on my mission, right? And I learned a lot of accents in England. And uh, I, I used to do like, sort of a tour around the country, and I like that a lot. Well, that's actually a pretty good segue for, well, it's not quite England, it's the UK, but we're going to hear a Scottish piece now, this beautiful ballad of Loch Lomond. Hello, and welcome to We Little Thing We Like to Call Scottish Hour. What we'd like to do for you is sing a wee Scottish ballad that lasts an hour. I'm kidding, it lasts three minutes. Anyway, we'd like to sing it for you, but it's a wee bit somber. That means that it's soft and it's maybe a little bit sullen. But anyway, we'd like to sing it for you. We hope that you like it. And we'll sing it for you now. Now's the time that we'll sing it for you now. Please, now. I'll just cut the music. By yon bonny banks and yon bonny breeze Where the sun shines bright on Loch Lomond Where me and my true love wherever want to gay On the bonny, bonny banks of Loch Oh, 
Today in the BYU Radio Performance Studio voicemail, Loch Lomond, one of my favorites. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. You're listening to Highway 89. Mike Wilson lives in Idaho Falls, Idaho, with his wife and five kids. He graduated in computer science and currently works for Juniper Networks doing networky stuff that only he understands. All the way from Idaho Falls, so you get the award for having driven the farthest. Yes, successfully. Meaning uh, you'll be home at about 3, 3 a.m. Yes, I'm somewhere guessing. between 3 and 4. Yeah. Well, the, the voicemail website says you, quote, round out the voicemail sound with your rich carpet-like bass sound. I have never heard a voice described as carpet-like. I, I picture pet dander. <laughs> but I, I'm assuming it means soft and smooth and comfortable. Have you always had a really low voice? Uh, yeah, I, I guess so, yeah. I've always had kind of a low voice. Um, always wished that I had the high voice like Richard, you know. So everybody looks for the opportunity to sit with the Sopranos, if you know what I mean. <laughs> So because you do live a distance, everybody does from each other, how often do you actually, uh, are you able to get together and to rehearse or record or perform? Well, we still get together probably once or twice a month, um, whether it's to do performances or practices. We usually meet in the Salt Lake area or up in uh, Honeyville. So. so it must mean a lot. It does. But you keep it going. It does. It means a lot to me and my family. Well, one thing we should mention about you is that you very notably played a game of one-on-one basketball with Sean Bradley. Tell me about this. Yeah, people are spreading evil rumors. <laughs> no, Sean, Sean was a good friend of mine in high school. Um, 
we used to uh, we lifted weights, and afterwards, a lot of us would get together and play no rules tip in. But uh, we never could actually get Sean to play with us. Something about you know getting injured or something oh, like that. I don't know. Bad sportsmanship. I, don't yeah, know. I, tell you. <laughs> I was going to ask who won, but if he didn't even play, <laughs> wouldn't stand a chance. <laughs> tell us about this next song we're going to hear. I can see clearly now. Um, it's one of them we've sung from pretty close to the beginning. So it's uh, a song that we enjoy a great deal, and we hope that you enjoy it. Okay, I can see clearly now this is voicemail live on BYU Radio. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I can see all obstacles in my way. Think I can make it now, the pain is gone. All of the bad feelings have disappeared. Here comes the rainbow I've been praying for. It's gonna be a bright, 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 sunshiny day. Performing I Can See Clearly Now for today's in-studio set, you're listening to Highway 89 on BYU Radio. Mike Bearden graduated with an MBA. He works for American Express Travel and Marketing, lives in South Jordan, Utah with his wife and five kids. And besides singing tenor and voicemail, he's also taken on the role of writing, arranging, and producing much of what the group records. He's also the only member of the group to have been impeached while serving as president. 
Now the website says you were impeached. <laughs> you were impeached. I, I think I've been had here by the website because it says you were impeached as Madrigal Choir president. I, I was impeached. That's that's interesting. So what is an impeachable <laughs> offense as a Madrigal so Choir? <laughs> you're going straight for the hard hitting questions here, aren't you? That's we're going deep. Some tough journalism. That's good stuff. <laughs> So I, I it was it, it went down as, as vocal gate and, and I, I actually don't uh, <laughs> I don't like to speak of it. You know, if, if you've done the time, we don't even need to yeah. bring it up. Um, I actually well. did tear ligaments in choir, though. If that's a more interesting story, I singing. I, or? I, yeah, while I was singing, I walked off the risers, the fourth level of the risers in the dark, as I was holding a candle. It was very, it was very quaint, <laughs> and and walked straight off into nothingness and tore my ligaments. And so it's not as cool a story as the basketball one, because when people ask me about the injury, I'd have to tell them it was a choir injury, and that's just, that's messed up. It's, it's so, not like a scar yeah. or something like that. So did the audience see this one candle just disappear? or <laughs> they, did, they did, and then the, the flap in the little shell behind went, and slammed shut, and, and I disappeared into nothingness. And, and sucked into yeah, the ether. it was great. So when you're arranging for this group, by now you must know everybody's voices really well. I mean, is that <laughs> is that is that part of the fun of arranging, yeah. knowing what you can throw yeah. at everybody? I, I, I know their voices very well. I've uh, we've uh, produced what eleven albums, I think now is is what we're we're up to, and uh, it's. Uh, a, couple of hundred songs i think over the course of of uh, those albums and uh, did you always do the arrangements or is that something you just kind of got into as the group kept going i got into it later actually when i joined the group i almost didn't make it in because i couldn't read music they almost actually ousted me right there in the in the uh, the tryouts but uh, because i had an ear and i could learn it quickly they said okay maybe he's going to be okay and so what i did is i ended up just arranging completely by ear and i because i couldn't write the music i would literally write the letters on a piece of paper so uh, richard you're going to sing an a and john you're going to sing an f and this sounds like mike you sing a c and i'd write the lyrics underneath it and they they'd be staring at this paper F-A-C, what? All right. Okay, well, and it, it, I should tell the rest of the guys, if if you need someone to hold a candle in your Christmas concert, <laughs> this is your guy. Now, we're going to hear one of your uh, pretty fun songs, but I'm wondering, how do you guys get the chipmunk sound without using helium? Um, it is, uh, you know, many years of honing the craft of okay. annoying people, pretty much. Uh, okay. so. Well, take your place and annoy away. We're going to hear, we're going to hear voicemail now with uh, "Christmas Don't Be Late," which lots of you will recognize the minute you hear it as being from the Chipmunks. Christmas, Christmas, time is near. Time for toys and time for cheer. We've been good, but we can't last. Hurry, Christmas, hurry fast. Want to play that leaves the Now, this is the point where someone has to yell, Alvin! <laughs> Alvin! I don't think that's it. So we're going to hear another version of this. Yes, we are going to hear another version of this. The reason why is because 
as a child, um, I learned I, – I'm the one who sort of did the chipmunk thing, I guess, because I thought that it was really cool to hear the chipmunks and sing like them. And I didn't know that they had used studio magic to take a, a song that didn't sound anything like that and speed it up. And so I just learned how to do the voice because that seemed normal to me. Um, and then I used to like to get balloons that were regular balloons, not helium balloons, and I'd suck the air out of them and you know, kind of pick them off the ground and suck them out and kind of – and I'd say to my friends, Hey, you guys, come over here. Come try this. It's helium balloons. It's super cool. <laughs> and then they'd come over and they'd be like, Hey, these aren't helium balloons. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and it was really fun. I liked that. It was really, really great. And so then I brought it here, and we decided that what we should do is instead of instead – of um, just singing the song the way you hear it. We went back and we found the original recordings, the ones uh-huh. that they were, you know, like, and we Before listened to Before they sped it up to chipmunk speed? That, yes, that's right. And so we're going to sing the way it was originally recorded because we're purists. <laughs> we believe in purity of sound and goodness. Don't adjust your radios. Don't adjust your radios <laughs> or your headphones. This really is what it's supposed to sound like. And so then we'll kind of speed it up so you can hear how the studio magic happened. All right. This is John Huff, and we're going to now hear how the chipmunks sound before they're speeded up. Versions of the chipmunk song voicemail now twice as annoying on BYU radio. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Rick Murdoch sings baritone by night and by day. He leads the training organization at the Utah Department of Transportation and teaches as adjunct faculty at BYU and UVU. Rick lives in Salt Lake City with his wife and help me out here. The website says nearly five children. Has that changed? Yeah, we have a two-year-old, so that website does need to be updated a little bit. We have five children. Yeah, five children. Great. He has a BA in music and an MPA, that's Masters of Public Administration, Mm -hmm. from BYU. Uh, Seriously, was being Rick part... Of the well, audition actually, to have yes. the right name. Yes, I actually, I, I should probably mention here that uh, Phil Kessler uh, was a part of voicemail for many, many years, and then he uh, tragically passed away from uh, uh, colon cancer, I believe. And uh, they auditioned for people, and so the first thing I had was my birth certificate to show that my name was Richard to complete the set. <laughs> um, and that, that seemed to work for me. So you have a music degree, but part of your musical background, I read, includes sneezing at the worst possible moment in <laughs> yeah. a concert. Yeah, so I don't know. What was the group you? Well, I was in BYU Singers here at BYU. And uh, yeah, very Ronald Staley is the group. conductor, and he has a, a very specific rule about sneezing. If you sneeze, you don't move. You just sneeze. Wherever it goes, it goes. And it's, 
it's impossible to do that, right? So if your hand comes up, you get in big trouble. And so we had we were singing along, and there was a big pause in the music, uh-huh. and I sneezed, and there's nothing I could do but to cover my mouth with my hand, and yeah, I got in trouble for that. One. <laughs> Broke the rule. So. Has this always been purely a cappella? Do you ever perform with the piano or any other instruments? Yeah, actually, my wife and I, are, she was also a, a music major here at BYU, and that's, we met in singers, and uh, we do uh, some classical singing together a bit. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we use instruments, but this is uh, such a great, fun thing to be part of over the well, last Well, I hate four years. to even call you the new guy, because I think it was 2011. Yeah, that's so right. It's been a while, but what a great tradition to be part of. Has that, what have you seen being the newer or newest member uh, as you go around and you see the people that have been coming to concerts for years? Yeah, it's it's amazing the the following they have. And they talk about the generations of people that come, the kids and grandkids. It's true. It's very true. Uh, their most ardent fans are are older women, though. I, I have to tell you, <laughs> is that because of eyesight or is it? Be- <laughs> it might be. <laughs> Let's just say it's good we're on radio. <laughs> and I have to say to anyone listening, I mean, we're, we're here live and, and in the studio. It's not your, your very good sports. It's not your typical performing environment because I know you've got choreography and, and just sort of gags that happen and, and, and that you play with what happens in the I moment. I should probably mention you had air quotes around that choreography <laughs> just so the audience is aware. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to hear, uh, this is what, one of my favorites that you do. This is The Lion Sleeps Tonight. And if ever there was a song that just seems like it was meant to be an a cappella song, this is it. So here's our final number from voicemail. <laughs> Hey, 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 hey,
Hush, my darling, don't bear, my darling. A lion sleeps tonight. Hush, my darling, don't bear, my darling. A lion Sleeps Tonight performed live on Highway 89 with intricate knee choreography by Mike Bearden. Today in studio, we've had the men of voicemail. They are Mike Wilson, John Luthi, Rick Murdoch, Richard McAllister, Mike Bearden, and John Huff. Over the years, according to their website at least, they've had some pretty cool opportunities to sing in exotic locations like San Pete County for some pretty great people, their moms. And when they're not working or singing, they enjoy time with their supportive wives and children. The latest tally... About 23 children who like to call each other voicemail cousins. They say as long as their families grow, their hair thins, and hips are breaking, they hope to keep chugging along as long as you'll keep listening. I just get the word that we're up to 30 kids and counting. You guys are not as old as you said. Okay. <laughs> and we have a small in-studio audience. We want to have a chance to just clap our guts out. So. Thank you, thank you to the guys from Voicemail, especially one who drove from Idaho Falls. Concert information, sheet music, and the group's latest projects, including a free album you can download, are all listed online at voicemailmusic.com. We always love to hear from you, our listeners. You can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at BYUH89, and you never have to miss an episode. Listen on demand at your leisure via the show's website, byuradio.org slash highway89. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite, our student assistant, Abby Horlocker, and our super-duper producer is Jackie Tateishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.